0: This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. Look with me tonight in Matthew chapter 26. Beginning in verse number 31, Matthew chapter 6, verse number 31. In just 24 hours, Jesus will be on the cross. He's preparing his disciples and he's teaching some things and doing some things. And he's heading, making his way to the cross. And some things here I believe will be a help to you. In the book of Matthew, chapter number 26, verse number 31, the Bible says, Then saith Jesus unto them, speaking to his disciples... All ye shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. But after I am risen again, I will go before you into Galilee. Peter answered and said unto him, Though all men should be offended because of thee, yet will I never be offended. Jesus saith unto him, Verily I say unto thee, that this night before the cock crow. Thou shalt deny me thrice. Peter said unto him, Though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee. Likewise also said all the disciples. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane. And saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here, and watch with me. And he went a little further, and fell on his face, and prayed, saying, O my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples, and findeth them asleep. And saith unto Peter, What? Could ye not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, O my father, if this cup may not pass away from me except I drink it, thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them and went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then cometh he to his disciples and saith unto them, Sleep on now, and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Will you look with me in verse forty? I'm sorry, verse forty one. The Bible says, Jesus speaking to his sleepy disciples, just before he is to be tried and crucified, during a very tense time in their lives, Jesus speaks to his disciples. He says, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Tonight's message is titled that, The Spirit is Willing. But the flesh is weak. A lot of folks through the years have claimed life's verses. Uh, I, I have one. I have a, a few, one that I, I tend to write down often if I sign my name to something and uh, like a Bible or something as a pastor. I like to write down 1 Corinthians 2:15 and 16. It says, "But my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom but in demonstration of spirit and of power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men but in the power of God those are my life's verses those are two things that that mean, those two verses that mean a whole lot to me uh, a lot of people have life's verses but I'll just be quite frank with you I really think that all of us could write our names down and then beside of our names we could inscribe this reference Matthew 26 verse 41 because truly The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And Jesus is teaching here, and he's preparing his disciples, and we see that Peter and the disciples, in the 24 hours that are ahead, they fail miserably. But I'll just tell you something, we don't have to. We have this example. We have these truths. The Bible teaches us, and Jesus looks at his disciples, he says, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Now, let's just look here as we make our introduction to this message. Look what the Bible says in the beginning of our text, verse 31. Jesus sets the table for this story in this passage. When Jesus looks at them and he says this, All ye shall be offended because of me this night. How many of them did he say would be offended by him this night? He, he meant they would stumble, that they would uh, that they would scatter, and they would not. They would be offended by him. They would just would they wouldn't stick with him. They wouldn't stay the course. How many did he say would be offended? All. He says all ye shall be offended because of me. Will stumble because of me this night, for it is written. This was prophesied by the prophet Zechariah and Zechariah thirteen. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. Jesus continues this prophecy with hope. He says, "But after I am risen again, I will go before you into Galilee." Now Jesus says, "Look, the shepherd's going to be smitten; the sheep will scatter." He says, "All of you are going to be offended by from by me, of me, and because of me tonight." He said, "This is going to happen." He says, you're going to make mistakes, you're going to, be, uh, you're going to be scared, you're going to scatter like sheep. The story continues and Jesus gives, has this dialogue back and forth with Peter. Peter says, I'm not either. He says, I'm ready to go with you even to death. He says, I'm not going to make this mistake. Everybody else might, but not me. And Jesus says, Peter, you'll deny me three times before the cock crow." Peter says, oh no, though I should die, I'm not going to deny you. (laughs) He says, I'm not going to deny you. If I were to die, I'd rather die. But what happened? (laughs) Peter denied him. Not only did Peter deny him, but all the disciples followed Peter's lead. And Peter led, he puffed his chest out and defied God (laughs) in his pride and arrogancy. In the power of his own spirit, he spoke up. And all the disciples followed him and said, Nope, you're wrong, Jesus. We're not that weak. Then the story changes and the scene changes, but the message continues. These passages are directly connected, and Jesus leads the disciples a little ways, and they go into Gethsemane, which means olive press and oil press. They go into Gethsemane, a private type garden, and at the entryway of the garden, he looks at his disciples, he says, sit here a while. Then he takes Peter and James and John, he says, boys, come on. And they go a little further, they go in further into the garden, and Jesus speaks to the inner circle, Peter, James, and John, and says, watch. He says, I'm sorrowful. Can you imagine Jesus? He's, he's getting ready to bear the sins of the whole world. His spirit is heavy and he's sorrowful. And the man in the God-man yearns for someone to watch with him, to be awake with him, to encourage him. Jesus goes a little further and prays. After he prays, Lord, if it be your will, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But if it's not, I'll do what I'm supposed to do. He comes back from praying the first time and Peter, James, and John are asleep. Jesus specifically wakes him up and says, Peter, Mr. I'd rather die than deny you. Mr. Though all men forsake you, I will not. Mr. Peter, could you not watch for one hour? <laughs> this time, Jesus looks at them and says, Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. Now, this was not just for that second, for that moment. But this was a lesson that was pertinent to the moment and pertinent for every moment from that point forward. And it applies to us tonight. Jesus looks at the inner circle, Peter James, and he says, Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. He says, if you're not alert, if you're not depending on God in prayer, you're going to fall into temptation and you're going to make mistakes because as willing as the Spirit can possibly be, your flesh is still weak. As willing as the Spirit can be, your flesh is still weak. And Jesus is teaching something to his disciples that I believe he wants to teach to us tonight. It's very easy to become arrogant in your religion. But that does not please God. It's very easy to become arrogant in the rudiments of your religion. How many of you have ever met someone like this? I go to church every time the doors are open. (laughs) No, but nobody can claim that now, can they? Me and David and Brandon, that's about it. (laughs) Uh, Hey, look, if your faith is anchored in attending a church service, (laughs) you didn't have much of an anchor to begin with, though it's very, very important, don't get me wrong. If your hope is anchored in some rudiment, Some religion, some religious act that you do, you may be arrogant about something that really has no power. Peter, man, he was the leader of the disciples. He was a faithful follower of Jesus, but God, the Son, looked at Peter and said, Hey, Peter, I want you to know something. Watch and pray because you'll enter into temptation. And you'll enter into temptation because your spirit's willing, I'll that, but your flesh is weak. Enough of the introduction. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. How many of you are like me and you find times and you find see moments and days and maybe weeks and months or years of your life where it's very clear to you that you have a flesh and you're not perfect? You see, it's good. It is good to identify in our own hearts and lives, in our own character, our weaknesses. It's good to identify the chinks in our armor because if we walk around with our nose up in the air and our pompous religion and arrogance and pride, you know what happens? Pride comes before a fall. And to realize and identify the fact that I can stumble and fail and fall. And I need God. That is not an idea of weakness. That is not a persona of yourself that presents you as some... Weak, anemic, failure. When we find our weaknesses and we identify our insufficiencies and we realize that in this life the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. When we identify our weakness, guess what that does and what it should do? It shouldn't drive you into the slaw of despair. When you realize I'm weak, I'm a sinner, I'm a fail, I fail, I mess up. I lose my temper. I don't have the right attitude sometimes. I don't make the right decisions all the time. I'm easily tempted to do this, whatever your temptation is. When you get to the place where you can openly in your heart identify and confess that that's me, I'm weak. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at ChilhoweeBaptistChurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.